This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeerver, and today in episode 103, we're going to be talking about using YouTube in your homeschool. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at some tools that you may not know about that uh, will really help you in finding videos and also in the way that you share them with your children. So the first thing I want to talk about is using playlists. Uh, When you are perhaps setting up videos for your children to watch in the week, or perhaps you just even want to find a number of channels that you don't mind them watching when they have free time. No matter what it is, if you want to give them a list of options, playlists are a great idea, and you can set those up within YouTube. You need to create your own account in YouTube and then you set up the playlists and your children could just go on there or you can just go on and find it and say, okay, these are your options, pick from that. Or you could set up a playlist um, for a week or a day or perhaps you want to work them to work through something as they're learning how to draw, whatever it is, you might have a whole lot of different videos and tell them to go and pick one of those every time it's time to draw. So playlists are a great way to organize uh, YouTube videos together. The next thing I want to share with you is using the search feature. When you are looking for a video, there are certain things you might be wanting to look for. And if you just put in the, the words that you want, it might not get you to the right place. But this is where you can filter that search. And if you go and click on that button, uh, the filter, there are a variety of options. The first one that I often use is date. This is particularly helpful if you're wanting to learn how to use a tool, um, a computer tool in particular. So for instance, uh, when I'm using this like for my computer applications class, and I want to try and find something that will show them how to use the newest version of Google Docs, whatever it is. I, if I just put in tutorial on Google Docs, it could give me something that's very popular, but it's from five years ago, and Google Docs looks completely different. So being able to go in there and select, I want it only to be in the last year, that narrows it down to something much more recent. Uh, you can do, again, if you're looking for news, videos relating to news, Again, if you're typing in France because you're wanting to know what's been happening in France recently, you probably don't want some video that that is from five years ago. So that's a really good way of, of narrowing down your search. The other thing you can narrow down on is duration. If you have younger kids, they probably can't sit very long to watch a video. So you want to make sure that the video is short and sweet, and so you can specify it's got to be less than four minutes. On the flip side, you may want something that's longer for your your older kids, and you can ask for something that's greater than 20 minutes. So you can, those are the two different options you can do. And then you can also select a feature, and I'm going to talk about one of those in a little while, and that is the 360 degree feature, but I'll leave that for now. Now that you've found your video that you want your children to watch, your next problem is you may be worried about 
all the extra stuff that surrounds YouTube. You know, you have the sidebar, you have videos at the end, you have comments beneath, which sometimes can be really bad. And you want to protect your kids from all of that. Well, there are a number of tools that allow you to do it. And I'm going to mention, I guess, five in total here. But um, all of these tools will get rid of that sidebar. And some of them also get rid of the videos at the adverts at the end. Um, and I think all of them will also, yes, get rid of all the comments and things below. So this will really clean up the screen. Now, not only do you want it clean because you obviously there's sometimes things you don't want your children to see, but it's also just very distracting. So if you're trying to get your kids to watch a specific video and they're busy seeing something that's on the side that what to play next, etc., then it may not be paying enough attention. So the first one I want to talk about is Watchkin, W-A-T-C-H-K-I-N.com. The link to all these things that I'm mentioning will be in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Watchkin lets you search for a video within it, as well as you could just take a um, URL and put it in, and you don't even have to sign up for anything. You can just watch, you can just view it like that. All the rest of them, I think, do require you to create an account. So the next one I want to mention is SafeShare.tv. Uh, this one has the ability to put a start and stop feature. So if you just want your kids to watch a specific part of a video, you can do that. You can also generate a QR code if there's a reason for you to do that um, when you're using it. And these are, by the way, all free. I forgot to mention that, but everything is free. Some of these have paid versions, but often that's just for schools, but you as a homeschool parent can just use them free. And then there's one called viewpure.com. This one also allows you to set a start and end date. It also allows you to do search inside it. You can also put a password on it. Um, you can create your own URL. So if you're wanting to share this with other people, it, it will be a viewpure.com, but then you can have, you know, slash bunnies or whatever you want to call it. So instead of using um, a, the YouTube URL or, or an automatic one from viewpure, you can actually call, give your own name there. Also will generate a QR code. A couple of these will allow you to um, do a little bookmarklet. And I didn't try this out, but you can actually put a bookmarklet in your um, browser. And then when you're in Vimeo or YouTube, whatever you're using, you can just click on that and it automatically cleans up the page for you without you having to actually cut and paste into somewhere else. So that's another way you can do this. There are other two other ways I could that you can also clean up the mess around um, a YouTube or another type of video. And that is by embedding it somewhere else. So for instance, Padlet, which I love to use, which you can just, again, you could use that even to create uh, playlists on. But if you put something onto Padlet, automatically the rest of it goes away. Same applies to Google Slides. If you take videos and put them in Google Slides, it just plays the video, not everything else. So those are two other ways to um, clean up the videos. Now, I just want to go back to that 360 degrees that I spoke about. Well, you can choose to have 360 degree videos in YouTube. And if you haven't tried these, I use a couple of them in geography in my high school geography class. And I think probably also in some of our um, the web-based unit studies. I'm sure that in some of the country ones, I use 360 degree ones too, to have a look around. But it's like you're standing in the middle and you can actually move your cursor to move around and see all around you. So it gives a much more dynamic view of a specifically a place, um, great for geography. So you may want to be studying a country and actually specify you want a 360 degree video. And uh, I think your kids will enjoy it. Now, if you want an even more immersive experience, you could 
use Google Cardboard. Um, I need to do a whole episode on this, but you can go onto Amazon um, and buy Google Cardboard for under $20 when I last looked. And you then put your phone into the Google Cardboard and you pull up a YouTube 360 degree video and you wear that as a headset. So it's in, instead of buying an expensive Oculus Rift or something, you can actually do it really cheaply just by getting Google Cardboard, which is a piece of cardboard is kind of folded up and you put your phone in it and you pull up that 360 degree and you put it on and it's like you're walking in that picture. So um, that's another way that you can use the 360 degree videos. And then the last thing I want to mention is Edpuzzle. Again, another free resource. I use this a lot in my classes. So just remember, show sponsor, Funder Fund Academy. If these things sound cool to you, do go check out our uh, unit studies that are for fourth through eighth grade. Some of them are also for older students too. And then um, our uh, online full semester classes for middle and high schoolers. But Edpuzzle is one of those uh, places where you can actually get you can put questions inside the YouTube video. So first of all is you could actually find a video you want your children to watch and go and see on Edpuzzle has someone already created this with questions in it. Because if it has, you just simply assign it like that. Otherwise, you could take the video and you can go and add in questions. These questions can be multiple choice, true, false, um, or open-ended. And obviously the multiple choice ones, true, false, those will be graded automatically where you'd have to go in and check the answers for the others. But this is a way, particularly if you've got a few kids or you know you've got kids coming up for years that are going to be using this, you can use this um, and make a YouTube video more interactive so that the children aren't just sitting and just watching and zoning out. But they, even so often, there's a question and if they don't pay attention, they're going to have to... Uh, go back and watch and again and then come back so they can answer it correctly and move on. The one other cool feature about Edpuzzle is it actually tells you if they watch the whole video <coughs> and you can make you can force them to actually watch it without skipping ahead so they can't actually fast forward through the video. So again I use it with my students when I want to make sure they've actually watched everything and that's a nice feature. And Edpuzzle also, um, obviously when you're watching it, it doesn't have anything else around it. So it automatically cleans it up for them and you've got this extra feature. So I hope some of these things are things you did not know about and that you'll be able to use in your homeschool. Perhaps if you teach at a co-op, you'll also be able to use some of these features as you can uh, share YouTube videos either just in class. It's a nice way of being able to play them without having everything else around them. And uh, also a way that you can say use something like Edpuzzle to actually check students' comprehension as they're watching. Well, that's it for this week. I hope that you will join us again next week and in between that you will visit us on our Facebook uh, page, our Facebook group. It's the Homeschooling with Technology community. Um, again, the link will be in the show notes. Come in and join the conversation there and then we'll see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.